Welcome to Leading Age Workforce Innovators, a Leading Age podcast. This conversation is part of a series by the Leading Age Center for Workforce Solutions that examines promising practices and innovations to meet workforce challenges. I'm Gene Mitchell, editor of Leading Age magazine, and today I'm speaking with Rochelle Valsaint, who is manager brand and communications for the Lenbrook Square Foundation in Atlanta, Georgia, and Cynthia Wassenaar, Director of Business Development for Cristo Rey Atlanta Jesuit High School. Rochelle and Cynthia are here to present an education session about a work-study program at Lenbrook, a life plan community. Hello, Rochelle and Cynthia. Hello. Hi there. What is the history of this program and how long has it been running? So I'll, I'll start off letting everybody know that Cristo Rey Atlanta and Lindbrook have been working together for three years. Um, we were introduced to the Cristo Rey program by a, a relative of one of our residents, Mr. Rankin. Mr. Rankin met with Chris Kieser, our CEO, let him know about the mission of Cristo Rey, and it seemed like a good fit for us. But I want Cynthia to talk a little bit more about that Crystal Ray mission. So we all know that education is the way to break the cycle of poverty, and Crystal Ray is a school to do that. We admit under-resourced students, and we give them a college preparatory experience, and then we combine that with the corporate work-study program. Um, the interesting thing, or what we promise, is that um, every student that graduates from Crystal Ray will be accepted into college. If you look at the demographic of this population, it's about 10%. Um, in Atlanta, our average family income is about $30,000. Um, and so when I look at the corporate work study program, I look at this as the secret sauce in the school. Um, these students are surrounded by mentors and exposed to job opportunities that open up their lives and show them that they can ex- succeed. Um, and one of the things that I'm most passionate about the Lembrook experience has been that they have surrounded these students with residents and people of different backgrounds and experiences. And the pearls of wisdom that they've shared with these students has really been incredible. And to see these students soak them up and remember them um, is what's priceless to me. Um, Krista Ray is one of 32 schools nationwide in Atlanta. Um, soon to be 35, there's new schools opening up in Oakland and Fort Worth, and then Oklahoma City next year. Um, And in terms of Atlanta, we started in 2014 uh, with a freshman class of 154 students only. Every year we've added new students, and this year we're about to graduate our first class of 500, we'll have 535 kids in the school, about 125 um, will go on and graduate from Crystal Ray. Um, And the neat thing is that we're just starting to get our first college acceptance letters. So there is an energy level at school because these kids are actually going to go on and succeed at college. And with that, for us, that means we've been invested three years. So we've touched 12 students' lives. Um, We've helped pay for the education for 12 students, and they've gotten real-world experience of working in the senior living field with us every day for three years. So that's what we get excited about at Lindbrook. So what does Lindbrook gain from participating in this? And what does the high school and especially the students gain from this? For Lindbrook, um, we're in the business of care. We're a community of care. And the program allows us to extend that investment of care into the students that come. So what we get is their fresh energy, their excitement, their innovation in terms of moving um, faster, in terms of thinking about how things should be done, but also introducing them to 
the needs of senior living. And so the combination of investing in students and their success, and then them sharing their youth, their innovation, and just the knowledge that they bring as young people and energy, that's the best thing. Our residents get excited when they see them at our concierge desk, which is the hub of Limbrook and they're doing things like letting them know that a package is there or making wake-up calls in the morning to them working with me in the marketing department and updating our website and getting blogs done from our residents and sharing the stories. So it's just a well-rounded nature of them bringing all of themselves with out some of the challenges that experienced people have. It's just a fresh perspective. And, it, and it's funny, so you ask the kids, okay, what do you think Limbrook gets out of this relationship? And the kids are like, well, you get smiling, happy teenagers and a positive attitude, willing to assist those that need it and an extra pair of hands. And it's, it's, um, it's that enthusiasm. And, and you know, as, as, as Rochelle says, these students, they really appreciate these opportunities and they feel that this is a gift. And so they go to work with this energy and enthusiasm and an excitement. And I think it's their, their breath, breath of fresh air in, in, in many regards. So essentially, what do the students get out of it? Well, the, the ability to earn two thirds of their tuition. Of their, so this is a private school. We don't have any funding from the government. So, you know, and, and every student has to pay something to come to Crystal Ray, but it's anywhere from $250 to $2,500, depending upon what their economic need is. So where does the bulk of that money come from? Well, the bulk of the money comes from the corporate partners who are paying for these internships with the students. So they get this sense of pride because they're okay. they're paying for their education. Yes. They get these mentoring by these job partners that become important role models. They get life lessons that you can't learn in a classroom. Um, you know, you can be quiet and shy at school. You can't go to work and be quiet and shy. Um, and I love the fact that they, they gain a sense of confidence. Their communication skills increase. They learn to take initiative and they learn to follow up on what they say they're going to do. Um, and the other thing that's really exciting about this for me is that their their eyes are open to a different career path. You know, um, they're, th- this is a I'm part of it. You know, you're, you're baby boomers, or we're, I'm at the tail end of it, right? We're an aging population, and it's, so it opens their eyes. And you know, I look at Lembrook as being a little city all into itself. I mean, there's so many different resources and so many different job opportunities, and you're you're exposing them and you're opening up their eyes to what the potential could be. Um, and as I say to the kids all the time, I tell them that they won the Willy Wonka Golden Lottery ticket. Everybody just wants to see you succeed, and they're there to help you, and they want to help and guide you. Um, All of our kids have LinkedIn profiles. They have business cards. Um, We're teaching them at a very young age the importance of networking, and there are some pretty incredible residents at Lenbrook, and they have taken these students underneath their wings, and I know that that doors will be opened because of the relationships that we have formed, that they've formed. Could you walk me through um, the steps that one of the students would take? from the time that they first apply to this and then show up at Lenbrook? Well, so know that the student, so maybe maybe can we spend a couple minutes and let me tell you how the how things work and yeah. then you can ask your question yeah. how you want to okay. fit. So, so essentially when students come to Crystal Ray, they know that they're going to go to work. Yes. And so it's my job to find corporate partners to partner with. And so essentially what happens is once we have these relationships, in Atlanta we have 140 partners, we go and, and basically a partner will get a student every day of the week. 
So you'll get one Tuesday, you'll get one Wednesday, you'll get one Thursday, you'll get one Friday, and the students rotate the Mondays. So four teams and four kids in Atlanta make up a team. Okay, um, and then essentially what happens is that our partners will tell us what their business needs are. And then we do our best to match up what those students' interests are and what their skill sets are to those business needs. So it might be better to talk about, so they go through and business a, a business training. The mm -hmm. students go through a business training before they come to Lindbergh. So they come with a set of skills. And then they're introduced to the people they will, the team they'll work with at Lindbergh. Um, and then they're placed in different roles and responsibilities there. So it might be better to talk about just they they spend part of their day. They spend four days a week at school. At, on their education. And then one day at work. One day a week at work. Um, they've gotten the business training, training, so they're ready to be placed into work. And then we manage the process while they're there. Walk us through the nuts and bolts of how the program works. So every student that's admitted to Crystal Ray comes to Crystal Ray with the understanding that they're going to work. Uh, they essentially go to school for four days, and on the fifth day they have a corporate work-study uh, partnership program. Um, in, in each company, so in Atlanta we partner with 140 different corporate partners, and each one has a full team of students. And so that essentially means that they get a student every day of the week, and um, those students are there and they do a variety of jobs and tasks. Um, some work in, Rochelle, you can talk a little bit better about what they're doing at Lindbrook. Yeah, so the, the process in Lindbrook actually is once the students are introduced to us, they are um, assigned their role, so what department they're going to work in, and the managers. What's critical about the program working well at Lindbrook is um, the logistics that are done, and I have to give a shout out to Lisa Woods, who is our internal person who works all of that out to find the managers, get the buy-in from the managers to want to work with the students because keeping them engaged and doing work um, and making sure that it's not something boring and that it's a fit for them is really important. Um, we had a student that we had to work to find the right fit for her. So we have check-in meetings, and those meetings gather the managers that work with the students and say, hey, how do you think they're doing? How is he or she doing? Is this the right fit for that student? And I think Cynthia wanted to get into a specific story about Melanie and how there was a partnership in finding the right fit for Melanie. Yeah, so we, we really look at this as a partnership between the corporate partner and ourselves. And, and we had this particular student, and she just didn't smile. And so from our partner's perspective, they, she, her body language you know, was saying, maybe Melanie really doesn't want to be here. And we had a conversation with, and, and so Lisa was actually spending a lot of time trying to find something that would excite Melanie and make her interest, and she couldn't smile. And so she, on the flip side, she talked to us about it, and we had a conversation with her. We said, Melanie, what's going on? Don't you like your job at Lundberg? She's like, no, I like it. What she didn't realize is that she, was, she wasn't smiling. And, you know, she's like, I can't help my face looks like this, right? And, and so the big joke was every time we saw Melanie, Melanie smile, Melanie beware of it. And she said at the end of the year that she learned to smile and she was so grateful because she had no idea what her body language was saying. And then all this warmth and love and encouragement that she received was, was really um, a changing factor in her life. And it's, it's, it's funny how, or not funny to say how something as simple as just smiling 
um, can make a difference in somebody's life. But in the case of Melanie, this made a huge difference. And we, we literally saw a transformation in oh. the student. And, Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say with Melanie, and we made, we did put her in a different department. So she got to interact on our healthcare floor. And that meant she was arranging flowers for residents that live there. And interacting and engaging with those residents gave her a reason to get excited every day versus being in HR processing paperwork. And the change in that job is, uh, is speaks to the logistics that we do and the management buy-in that makes sure that the program works for us. And G, one of the things I forgot to say in the beginning is before we send our students off to work, we train them. Um, we give them, we have something called the Business Training Institute, and we throw all of our freshmen, and then we do some um, professional development for our upperclassmen. But essentially, they get, we cover two aspects. We cover hard and soft skills. So what do I mean by that? Well, the soft skills are, we teach you how to look somebody in the eye and shake your hand and give an elevator speech. We teach them about the importance of communication. Body language, just as we were talking about with Melody. I guess Melody needed a, a, a refresher in that. But, but, but body language and... Um, how to how to ask questions and not just you know and, and and be intellectually curious. We always talk to them about not just doing what you're told. Go that extra mile. Um, interestingly, we taught taught a class about failing this year, and that it's good, especially when they're so young, to be having this gift to take risks. Um, and then we also teach them the hard skills. So we teach them Word, PowerPoint, Excel. Um, we want them to be able to come to your office and do real work. This isn't about it. This isn't about a handout. This isn't about charity. They they feel a sense of worth when they know at the end of the day they have accomplished things, um, and so we prepare them very well. And then there's this ongoing communication and teamwork, I guess, collaboration to help grow that student and grow the experience and the and the and the tasks and the jobs that they do during the school year. How long do the students typically stay in a job? Is this one semester or two semesters? How does that work? It's a full year assignment. So, and actually, for the school year. yeah, for the school year, we actually have something very fun called draft day. And in Atlanta this year, we had over 2,000 um, people attend draft day. And it's basically, as I told you earlier, it's when partners, we match up the partners' business needs with the students. And so it's when partners and students find out who's working where. And so that student is assigned that company for the entire school year. In some cases, special arrangements, special relationships have been formed with partners. And if a partner wants to keep a student for an additional year, we make those accommodations. But we really don't want the student in the same job for all four years, because then you're not teaching them to adapt and to grow and to change. But we're very customer focused. And we. There's also an opportunity for a student to continue to work through the summer, and for two summers we've extended and had a student work for us through the summer as well. And what's really cool about that as well is that, as I told you, every family has to pay something to come to Cristo Rey. Um, in the summer, when the students work, the students actually earn that income. And many of the students are turning around and then using that money that they've earned to pay their tuition for the upcoming year. Have you run into any uh, challenges in putting together this program? I wouldn't say challenges. I would say the adjustments have been the key and the communication, some of the things that we talked about earlier. What I think has been excellent for Limbrook is that we really take the time to pay attention to the students. It's not just students coming on campus and we're assigning them something. We really get to know who are the students that are there. And as a result, when we are focused on who they are, who these actual people are, then 
we want to know that they're doing well. We want to know, are you liking what you do? And it's okay to say you don't want to be in HR. It's okay. We, we have a full campus of jobs um, and full campus of opportunities for you. So while I don't think it's a challenge, I do think what is critical to the success is keeping your hand on the pulse of making sure that everybody's getting what they want out of this um, win-win situation. And you know, from my perspective, um, the students feel very loved and they feel very cared for. And to because of the time that Rochelle and her colleagues, Lisa, ha have invested in them and really tried to find what they're passionate about, what their interests are, and to give them meaningful work. Um, tell them about the project that Kaiser's working on for you now. Mm. I have um, a student that working on, um, we have a scholarship program at Lindbrook where we, um, the residents have created a scholarship fund and we have associates win or, or are granted those scholarships. So he is designing, by my guidance, the book that goes to the committee to say, here's all the students that have received funds from this. And I showed the resident that leads this effort a sneak peek of it, because we're not done. And she was blown away and so grateful and thankful. and. Um, for her, this is a task that would have been insurmountable. For him, this is a, a three Wednesdays at Limbrook project, and she's blown away by it. So, and with my guidance to say, for him, Kaiser, he's a young man, so this is about patience, and it's, I want to get it done now, but it's, no, I need you to do this, I need you to fix this, so it's the guidance that makes the difference, and I think that's the key to the success. I will say the one challenge, I think, is sending them off in, when, we're, when they're done with the year, because we're invested in them now, and so we every year we want to get the same kids back, but we know the right thing to do is to send them off to get a new experience and learn something new. But the reward is to go to Crystal Ray, as I did in preparation for this, and have a kid see me and literally run into my arms with excitement. Miss Rochelle, because they value the experience they've had with us at Lindbrook. And to hear the students talk about how this experience has changed their views on the elder population, how they've changed their views on this particular industry, how, how they equate it to, you know, um, when people are older, they're often a lot like children. And, um, and you know, I kind of thought I wanted to go into children, but, but I, I could see a potential career in there. And I, I'm really looking forward to to the future and to see how many connections we make because this is a growing field. And you know these kids all want jobs and they want a bright future. And so if we can make the dots and connect them for the future, that's really exciting to me. So what do the residents say about this at Lindbrook? So we have a unique opportunity. Um, we have what's called Mentoring Mondays. And so a part of our program that um, we Lisa has led, Lisa Woods that is, is created on Mondays, which is the rotating day that the students come, they have lunch with residents. And the residents find it a gift, literally, to sit at lunch and share 
their life experiences and encourage the student to pursue their education, to pursue their dreams in life. So what they're saying about it is um, in their actions, so they're not walking up to us necessarily saying, oh, we think this, but it's in the fact that one of our residents knew Anessa, which is one of our students, liked a certain chocolate and went out and bought that chocolate for her. So when he saw her on Mondays, he, that chocolate was there for her. And those are the types of things that show they're just as excited about these students as, as we are. So Rochelle, for other leading age members who might be interested in participating in a program like this, if they could uh, put one together, what kind of advice would you give them for getting started, how to start thinking about this? So Cynthia and I talked about this before we came into the room because as we said, there are 32 crystal race schools around the country right now, um, soon to be expanded to 34. What I think is critical for other leading age members that would be considering this is to make that contact, but also as you think about bringing the program in, making sure the structure is in place to make the program successful. Find a champion, find someone who can champion the effort, um, and then stay connected and keep the keep the managers connected that say they want to work. Because it's one thing to raise your hand and say, I'll do it. It's another thing to bring the real energy and effort necessary to keep the students engaged. But the that investment is worth every bit of it, um, year over year, from the resident standpoint as well as the student standpoint. In future, um partners should know that we actually have a Department of Labor waiver. Um, so our students are high school students, so they're 14 through through 18 years old. And one of the nice things about becoming part of the network is that they do all this, this heavy lifting and stuff for us. So we actually have a Department of Labor waiver so that our kids can go and participate in this program. Um, and um, they also have training along those lines as well. So. So, so Crystal Ray does the heavy lifting in terms of getting everything in place um, before the student comes to you, and then it's the it's the leading age partner's responsibility to keep them engaged along the way, is what I would say. Cynthia, what do the students say about their participation in this program? One of the nice things that we have done over the years is we do something called Project CEO. And it's at the end of the school year when the students come back to our corporate partners and they share with them their experiences and what this is meant and how they've overcome their struggles. And so I actually have some comments from students that um, I, would be, I would love to share with you. Please do. Um, one of the students says, my biggest professional challenge is verbal communication. I'm really shy. The coworkers help me overcome it when they talk to me because it makes me feel like they care. Um, another one said, I tend to always seek my supervisor's opinion because I'm not confident in what decisions I should make. The way I overcame this is by logically th thinking through the situation so that it makes sense and I'm more confident about my decisions. One of the students says, by letting me work here and having mentoring Mondays to help me find what I want to be when I grow up in more depth, you have made a difference in my life. Another said, Lembrick has shown me how to work as a team in corporate. I'm now at least 105% more confident and ready to work. I know I am able to tackle any problem that faces me. 
Thank you, Lembrook. Lembrook has greatly impacted my life. I would not want have wanted any other job. Lenbrook has allowed me to see what a loving, caring work environment is like. It has also given me a view on what it's like to have a career in this field. And finally, a student says, you've made a difference in my life by allowing me to grow independently. I tend to always want to be on someone's side, whether academically, professionally, or socially, but you taught me to be independent. I couldn't have said it any better. Rochelle and Cynthia, thanks for speaking with Leading Age. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another Leading Age Workforce Innovators podcast. You can learn more about our guests' program on the Leading Age Center for Workforce Solutions website. I'm Gene Mitchell. Our producer is Charlie Visconage, and the Center for Workforce Solutions is led by Susan Hildebrandt. You can listen and subscribe to more Leading Age podcasts on Apple Podcasts, and if you like what you've heard, please give us a rating. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.